You are now listening to another Nick and 30 exclusive powered by Venture Season Network. Nick's Tape, we here. Y'all know what it is. It's your guy, Dope the Phenom, aka Trippy OG, whichever you prefer. Back on another one, and y'all already know we looking extra good this preseason. Yeah, I know it's preseason. I get it, but we three and zero, man. From the last time we talked, we were going up to the Wizard game that we had to go, and now we done played the Wizards and we done played the Pistons. Beat both of them, three and zero. 3-0. Before I go ahead and get into that, let's go ahead and hear a word from our sponsors today. Now that we got that over with, you feel me? Because, yo, you got to head over to Anchor right now if you're really trying to get in tune with this podcasting. This is what we do on this side with the Venture Season Network. Hey, man, time to tap in for real. Let's cut to the chase, though. This Wizards game needed it. It was super fire. 117.99, another blowout win for us. And we did it in high-key fashion. It was super luxurious. And it, luxurious. And then on top of that, Randall was not even there. He was not in, inten- not in attendance, not due to the fact that he was hurt or sick. He just brought new life into the family. So congrats to that man, man. Congrats to him. It was perfectly sound from the defense to the offense it was beautiful and then on top of that if i'm not mistaken we hit 24 threes like if this was a regular season game we would have really broke our franchise record for three points made in a game like come on man we got weapons on this side the depth is real the depth is too too real within that game we could talk about key highlights before I go into stats. Highlight number one automatically has to be the putback from Jericho Sims on Montrell. He sat there and bullied that man. They were going at it, tit for tat, tit for tat the whole game. And you know it's a big issue, and you know it's real for the Wizards. When the guy that has the game high in points is Montrell. Not a good look when you got a Kyle Kuzma, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Bradley Bill. Speaking on, excuse me, speaking on Bradley Bill, just to get a little, you know, side swipe real quick. RJ had that man a little locked up after he went on his uh, four to six point run. RJ looking like he can guard some elite talent when you actually give that man the opportunity to do so. So that's a plus. But going back into the Jericho Sims dunk, oh my goodness. That man literally caught it off. Instead of just doing a regular putback layup, caught it off the glass because D-Rose trying to beat the clock coming down the lane for a, a nice little bank shot into the floater. But it, you know, bounced off the rim a little too hard. Caught it, yakum, yammed it on his head. You know how we do on his head. It was over for my guy, Montreal. 
And that right there had to be the highlight number one. But it can also be tied up for the fact that my guy, IQ, Mr. Emmanuel Quickly himself, caught Neto with the same drop step to the nice little pearl shot. Like, bro, hold up, hold up. Like, I'm still stuck on that move. How do you get caught with the same exact setup and the same exact move two years in a row by the same guy? Neto, I know you feel bad right now, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it had to happen to you, but you just got IQ'd. You feel me? Like that's the new joint. Anytime IQ gets get hit somebody with the with the hit stick type of move, hit kill him with the crossover. You just got IQ'd, bro. He really sent you flying the first time and sent you flying the second time and hit the shot both times. First time from the left, second time from the right. Neto, you might as well just go to the Euro League, G League for like two games or something, man. You gotta. You got to do better. I don't care what you do on the court. IQ is going to always destroy you. And I get, you know, you got to guard him because that's that's your assignment. But just just don't. Just fall back. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just slow it down. Slow it down, bro. Slow it down. But overall in that game, the ball movement, the fluidity, the way everything was just meshing well, especially with the fact that Randall, our all-star, was not there. And, you know, our top paid guy. It looked beautiful. It looked to see that, you know, like I said, the depth is there. We are we are really stacked up in this team. And I love the fact of, which is, you know, another key factor of this game. I love the fact that Obi Toppin and Kevin Knox really did perfectly sound with the minutes that was given to them, being at the fact that Randall was out. With Obi Toppin, he played 28 minutes, 13 points. Eight rebounds, one assist, five and nine from the field, two or six from three point. But hey, he was shooting them things. And you know, one or two from the free throw, two blocks. And he only had three turnovers throughout that whole game with four with four fouls. So with 28, 28 minutes played, yes, he may not have scored a crazy amount of points, but that stat line alone shows that he is. Yeah, definitely he definitely has his confidence up he's definitely ready to go he's definitely ready for year two like this really may be a breakout year for him and you know not only him of course rj and of course you know iq as well if everything goes well but we love to see that the guy that is supposed to back up randall our eighth overall pick from the season of you know, the season before is actually coming into his own and delivering as expected. You know, as I always quote, at first I wasn't sold on him. He was getting me pissed off beyond belief. I was like, bro, we could have really got somebody else. But then he started growing on me more and more throughout the season because he started improving. He started showing more confidence. He started getting more comfortable into the transition of the NBA and getting comfortable into the way he had to actually, you know, adjust to what his role was going to be on this team. And when you got into the 
the second half of the season going into the later end to the, the later end of the stretch, mainly when we got into that uh I wanna say nine game winning streak. I can't remember if it was nine or ten games. But I think it was nine games straight that we won. You started seeing him pick up pick up the pace and starting to put the pieces and the puzzles together. Then when we got to the postseason, that's when you seen the confidence unlock. Like, okay, now that his confidence is there, we about to see the development grow. Then we got into the offseason. He was doing his thing. Then we got into um, Summer League. What? You've seen how all the work that him and IQ put together during that offseason because they were doing two-a-days the whole time, getting it in, working out, preparing, preparing, preparing because they knew the task that was at hand for this season. And as you can see, the work that he's putting in is transpiring and translating onto the court. So we can't get really mad at it, folks. It's super lit. Our eighth overall pick is doing great. He's looking He's looking like he's well off. And, you know, just like I always say, him and Randall were bringing in new life, bringing in that new peace and, you know, peace and foundation into their into their uh, foundation, uh, into their whole, how do I want to say, into their entity of uh what what they have going on with themselves is perfect like it, what more can they want just work hard do what they got to do for the youngins and turn up and turn up but now we got to go into Kevin Knox man because coming into this game I didn't I didn't think that he was going to do what he did but I loved what I seen now with Kevin Knox 20 minutes 12 points, six rebounds. That's the highlight of the whole thing to me. Six rebounds. But we're going to get into that after I finish the stat line. One assist, four eight from the field, four six from three, and only had two fouls. Now, also, the two fouls is a highlight as well. He is working and showing that he understands what Tom wants and now he is trying to execute. Hopefully, it is still not too late for this man. Especially, of course, I got to hit y'all with the breaking news if y'all don't know by now, man. But we just signed Luca. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I say his last name right. His name is Luca Somatic. I think his last name is pronounced Somatic. But we just signed him. On the on the last two way contract, which you know was out of out of ordinary, because I did not see that coming. I was vouching for MJ Walker at a point uh, when I get into the whole Pistons game. I, I probably was going to end up vouching for Amir Sims as well as a toss up, but we'll get into that when I touch base on that game. But hey, I looked at some of this guy's highlights, and yo, Kevin Knox, man, you don't get it together, bro, and really put the pieces to the puzzle. That man might actually take your spot. And I don't, the only reason why I say he might take your spot and, you know, he's not going to get the last 15 man roster spot is due to the fact of if that was the case, we would have just gave it to him already. So if he already has the two way spot. Um, I looked at his highlights talking about Luca at the moment, y'all, just so y'all don't get lost. I looked at his highlights and he's really a stretch for like, he does everything Kevin Knox can do when it comes to shooting the ball well. He can actually drive to the paint, but he drives a little bit more, hits you with the Euro step. He can uh, he can facilitate as well. But the defensive in, 
intensity and the defensive potential he has, bro, he's knocking Kevin Knox out the box right now, man. So, hey, Kevin, do what you got to do, bro. Do what you got to do because the way you played in this Wizards game, man, you look like you understanding what it is and you accept the fact that you're going to have to work extra hard to obtain those minutes. So keep going. Keep going for real. And again, shout outs to my guy, Kev Easy, host of Steals for Seven podcast. Now, Kevin Knox may not have had an explosive preseason game, but that right there alone is killing his hot take for Kevin Knox is going to turn up in the preseason because he actually did it. <laughs> like, he did it. He went on a stretch of just hitting threes like it was nothing. He went on a stretch of playing good defense to the point where he grabbed a board. As soon as he snatched it, threw the outlet pass to Alex Burks, and Alex Burks then threw the alley to Obi Toppin to finish it off. Like, all in one perpetual motion, it was beautiful. It was like, it was literally poetry in motion. It was a work of art. It was like 3D beaming out the TV to you, but it is what it is. As I said before, as I said before, man, Kevin Knox, do your thing, really turn up, and really, you know, just really get in your bag. Other than that, leading score for this game against the Wizards, of course, it was RJ Barrett, 31 minutes. He got the most minutes of the game. So as you can see, when Randall, if he is expected to be out certain games, RJ will be the number one option at that point. And I'm not mad at that. They are the one, two, Batman and Robin. So I get it. He played 31 minutes, 18 points, uh, one re excuse me, one rebound, four assists, five of 12, four, eight from three. I'm looking at that, and that's lovely, four, six from free throw. So he's still keeping up that good free, uh, free throw shooting. And, of course, that shooting is looking great. He's shooting that thing, and on top of that, he's he he before before I really go into the shooting, he gotta work on these turnovers. Like these turnovers have to slow down for for five turnovers. We we not feeling that. You gotta slow down, bro, bro. Calm down a little bit. But good thing it's preseason. You getting those jitters out. You getting back to you know really how you gotta move. So it's understandable. But during the season, cut back on them turnovers. Slow down. Definitely slow down. Other than that. Going back on to what, you know, his shooting performance of this game, it was immaculate. You cannot get mad at it. You cannot sit there and say he took any bad shots because ultimately he was just going in the flow of the game. And the fact that he's actually not scared to just pull the trigger, he's not just waiting for a corner three. He's not just waiting to uh, be set up and be wide open. He's coming around picks. He's doing it off the pull up. Like he's really showing that he can now shoot and by by all means, bro, is going to open up the game for you. It's going to make the game slow down a little bit more. It's going to make the game a lot easier when you don't always have to put that pressure on your body of attacking the paint, attacking the paint, attacking the paint. We all seen what that what that does to certain players. And after a while, you know, it takes a it takes a big toll on you. It takes a very, very big toll on you. So that's just a, a brief touch on R.J. Barrett, man. So proud of him. I'm so glad that he's doing what he got to do. So you can't really get mad at it, man. For real, for real. You really just can't get mad at it. Other than that, another big outing for Derrick Rose. 19 minutes, 15 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists. That man 
is looking good, bro. He can definitely win that sixth man of the year. And I love the fact that he is our sixth man. Like, it's a blessing in disguise to have D Rose and Kimball Walker as your as your point guards, man. Like the fact that you have that pairing. You would have never seen this coming in 20 years. And I'm going to keep stating this no matter what. You would have never seen this happening with the with the Knicks tape era. You would have never seen this happen, happening after it. You would have never seen this happening when Kristoff uh, Porzingis was here. None of that. None of that. So, again, you have to thank R.J. Barrett for getting drafted and being the player that he is, making the strides and step that he's taking every year. And on top of that, besides the you know the the front office, you gotta thank Julius Randle for understanding what Nick fans want, what he has to do to elevate and take this team to the next level, and you know really accepting the criticism and not letting it break him. And look what happened in just a year. He's only this is his third year on the team. Second year out the gate, became an all-star, carried us to the fourth seed, playoff bound. What more can you want? What more can you want? You just gotta love it. You just gotta love it. It's like it's it's super beautiful. It's super beautiful, man. But that's enough on that. Nothing, nothing really too. Too else exciting about that game that we could really discuss like that. You know, Evan did his thing, 13 points, 25 minutes. That's cool. You know, I like to see what he does. Uh, I'm still going to stamp, but he can't play defense, though. Y'all need to stop saying that, bro. He can play defense. He's doing what he has to do, and he's turning up. Emmanuel, quickly, though, this is how I'm going to start off this. We're going to talk about how he did in in the Wizards game and then go into the whole Pistons game. So with Emmanuel quickly in both games, and then I'm just going to keep talking about the Piston game because, like I said, we got to go ahead and cram all of this into the good old time marker. Emmanuel quickly, as you can see from Summer League to the preseason, he's playing a lot of point guard. No matter what position he's supposed to be in, whether he's the two at the moment or the one, He's playing a lot of point guard. Now, I don't mind it, but bro, I need you to still remember that you can score, okay? You need to understand that you can still get the job done no matter what. You understand that? Sorry about that, folks. You know how that goes. People always want to sit there and call me at the wrong time. But at the end of the day, bro, score that thing. You get what I'm saying? Score that thing. Like, bro, you can shoot. You can do what you got to do, and it's all Gucci. Like, you, we know you can play make, but if that's what you really want to focus on and really, you know, use as your as your new, like, uh, weapon and really master it, then by all means keep doing what you're doing because I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all. You get what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you're doing what you feel is best to elevate your game to the next level. And if this is going to help, and obviously from what I see, you actually are getting better and better by each game that we see with the playmaking. So keep at it. But do not forget that you can still score. You can still shoot. And on top of that, you got to do better because I saw Tom getting in you, getting on you. You feel me? I ain't going to say what I was going to say, but he's, he's getting on you. So turn up, fix that up. This last game versus the Wizards, that's, you know, tonight, folks. Yes, it's tonight at 730. I want to see you turn up. But 
from the first three games, you know what I'm saying? You was really focused on the whole facilitating. Now I want you to divert and I want you to go back to worry about scoring. I want you to score for this last game because most of the time that's what you're going to end up having to do, helping us, you know, maintain leads, get, get back into the game. So turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. So other than that, folks, we getting into this whole Pistons game now. Now that game was crazy. It's no reason why it was 108 to 100. Yes, we still won. I'm still proud of the team, of course. But that first half of that game was bonkers. And it's not bonkers in a good way. We looked horrible. We couldn't get anything going. Too many turnovers. Couldn't get established right. There was a stretch to where we didn't score for like four to five minutes. Other than that, we couldn't... Uh, we, we couldn't get anything going. It was just looking horrible. We we weren't getting any calls as usual, but the refs were being super, super wicked with the calls. Like, it was blatant calls that was in their face, and we blatantly weren't getting it. Like, ay, 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 man. I don't understand why they still do that to this day when it comes to the Knicks at their own home court. But come on, things got to change. I get you want competitiveness, competitiveness, and I get that you want the Knicks to do what they got to do, but come on, like, you see how mad I am? You see how that sounds? I just keep saying come on, because it just doesn't make any sense. But going into that second half, oh, and by the way, folks, this is when Julius Randle returned. Yes, he returned this game. Him and R.J. Barrett went ham. Mainly him, but from what I've seen from that first game in preseason to this Pistons game, third quarter is officially the Batman and Robin quarter. It is the Randall and R.J. Barrett show. And we should probably see this tonight against the Wizards again. And I'm looking forward to it because every time the third quarter come around the six to five minute mark, if the game is close or if it's not close and they starting out, oh my God, they are walling. Randall himself hitting four threes like it was nothing. Mind you, he scored 16 points alone. Alone. Alone again in the in the third quarter. Which was crazy. Which was crazy to me. He played 31 minutes on the night. Mind you, like I said, he already just took a game off, right? He played 33 minutes, 29 points, 11 boards. Five assists, 11 of 19 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3, 3 of 4 from the free throw, and he had a steal. Four fouls, only two turnovers, plus 19 on the night. It don't get no better than that. And to top it all off, he showed everybody why he was an all-star last year and he's just picking it back up from where he left off that man does not look like he rusted up a bit and on top of that he's driving right now so now he's really getting through the defense and getting to the hole a lot easier than he did last season and he doesn't have to really use his strength all the time to really get to where he needs to be the second thing that I'm noticing from his off, uh, you know, his off-season workouts to this preseason, his jump shot and his release has gotten way quicker. 
When I say way quicker, once that once he has his arms squared up, it's flying. It's let yo, he's letting it go. It oh my goodness. It's just it's just beautiful. It's it's beautiful. I don't even have to say any more when it comes to Randall, honestly. Like he turned up and I expect him to do it again tonight. That that was crazy. That was that was ultimately crazy. But then going into RJ Barrett, he had thirty he played that thirty-four. No, he played thirty-four minutes. He had one of the craziest nights that I've seen. Now he had a bad shooting night, right? Bad shooting night, one of five from three, three of eleven when it comes to uh field goal. Five or seven from free throw. But he had the game high of six assists. Still has seven rebounds to go with his 12 points. Plus 12. Plus 12 when it comes to his plus minus. And only had three turnovers. So he cut back on the turnovers, which I was stating he had to work on when I was talking about the Wizard game. So with that being said... When you seen that, it was it was like a whole new light because the whole first half, everybody that was watching that was like, bro, what is going on with this team? RJ, what in the hell are you doing? And then once Randall started going off, Randall made it his business that as soon as he decided to pass the ball, he looked straight for RJ and said, bro, it's time to get in the mix. It's our time. When I seen them two lock eyes and then they went to proceed to just start walling, I already knew what it was. I said, yep, it's Batman and Robin time. Super, super, super lit. Now, this is what I'm talking about. The thing that ultimately took me for surprise was Taj Gibson. He played 31 minutes, 21 points. Again, 21 points, nine rebounds, two assists. Nine of 14, one of two from three, two of two, two blocks, a steal, plus 10. Bro. This man was pulling jump shots, meaning coming around picks, jumper, in the middle of the paint, stop, jumper, come around, spin, post move. What? Since when was Taj Gibson a volume scorer like that? But it was beautiful to see, especially at the age that he is. And he was definitely showing that. Yes, he may be a, a roadblock in front of Jericho Sims, but it's for a good reason. He's showing the ideal model of what you should really be for this Knicks team. The way that he balled, imagine if you had every center on this team, not shooting threes, don't worry about that part, but at least doing that mid-range pull-up game that he was doing with post moves, and still playing the defense they could play, we'd be unstoppable. There'll be nobody stopping us. Like right now, imagine you seeing a seven foot, I want to say what, two or three Mitch coming around. And instead of sitting there trying to dunk it on somebody, he's out there. Oh, let me stop. Oh, pull up. Boom. Oh, spin off. 
Let me lay this up. Uh, hook shot. Like, what? We already see the baby jumper Noel is getting. And every time he shot, it was always on the money. So that's looking plush. And then on top of that, we seen from, uh, I want to say Summer League. That was the last time we seen it from him. But, but uh, with Summer League, you've seen how Jericho Sims at a point, he shot a three-pointer. Yeah, it you know, he missed. It wasn't an air ball or nothing like that or hitting the backboard. But he missed the shot. But the fact that these guys are shooting and on top of that, all of our centers can shoot a free throw. So that's perfect. Now, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking you up the free throw percentage. You get a good groove of getting your mechanics right with that as being a big man. And then you start stretching it out through the floor. All I know is that Taj really showed up. He really turned out. And it was a beautiful sight to see. Like, I, I personally did not see that happening at all. I didn't see that going down, not one bit. And the fact that he became money bag Taj volume scorer going ham, that was well needed for this game. Now, what threw me for a loop, because the only three players that were out during this game were Kimba Walker, Nerlens Noel, and Mitchell Robinson. Now, Kimba Walker was not out due to the fact that he got hurt. He was not out due to the fact that he had a health and sickness or anything like that. He was out due to the fact of rest. Yes, and after the game, going in for tonight's game, he did completely practice, have a full practice. So there is nothing wrong with Kimber Walker, folks. Do not think that he's hurt. There's nothing wrong at all. So with Kimber Walker being out, we all as fans were probably wondering who's the first one off the bench. In my mind, I was like, okay, Kimba's out, so Derrick Rose is going to start. IQ is probably still going to play the two. So that means McBride should probably get some minutes. Nope, that didn't happen. The first person that was in the rotation, Kevin Knox. I like that. Kevin Knox was the person that ended up getting those rotational minutes. And then on top of that, the person to play backup point guard was... Dun, 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 IQ. And it goes back into what Tom Thibodeau said. Who would you rather see? And it's not like they don't want to see both of them, but let's be real here. All Nick fans know at this very moment, yes, a lot of us may be McBride Hive, but he is still a rookie. He's going to get his playing time. He's a great practice player. He understands the game. He's a workaholic. He's going to make the strides and he's going to get the burn that he needs. But us as fans, we have to understand that, of course, you don't want to deteriorate and draw back from Emmanuel quickly. And we do want to see him develop as well to be that real elite combo guard that we see him being in the future and probably this season so of course you would have to make a you know a prime and pivotal decision on who really gets that burn first do we call up iq to play the point or do we just let mcbride play so you kind of see where that goes and you can't really get mad at it you can't at all because no matter what iq is still showing what he has he's doing what he has to do even though he had a, you know, like I said earlier, he had a bad showing out in this game. But that's that's neither here nor there. I highly doubt that's going to always happen. So that's nothing to really worry about. He's going to definitely bounce back real, real quick. He's going to bounce back.
Now, another person that I feel like I haven't touched based on when it came to all three of these games because, hey, like I said, it's already been three games. And now it, it wasn't really anything too specific with the Pistons game that we really needed to keep touching base on. But one of the guys that I'm actually excited for is Alex Burks. I like the fact that he has that green light when it comes to the fourth quarter to be that that point guard that has because he I, I feel like he ends up running the point. He does a little bit of that. He or being that that good veteran presence to really get the green light to be the snap the, the assassin that he was last year. Like I like the fact that if he feel like he has the shot, he has the right to take that shot. And I'm not mad at it because with the the way he he you know he can get it around the pick or get it off the ball or get it with uh you know beating somebody off the dribble you know it's it's perfectly fine and he's really a, like a three level scorer that's showing very very good improvements on defense man he stopped uh he stopped a lot of he got into the passing lanes a lot got a couple of strips in the game he was definitely looking like okay i know tom wants defense as well so let me go ahead and you know get better at that as well so he's definitely one of those I'm loving, I'm loving, I'm loving, but I have to always touch base and, you know, be a man of my word because this is what I stated. If the Knicks do end up doing a trade somewhere down the deadline, Alex Burks is the guy that will end up going first. He is the journeyman that will go first. And that's really that, man. Like, of course, everybody else is doing what they got to do. The team is looking great. But with this last preseason game, because, of course, you know, we had to give some early predictions before we go ahead and watch the game tonight at 730 on MSG Networks. You feel me? But I expect this to actually be a game game. I believe for both teams, this is the last preseason game. So with our season starting five days after today, which is the 20th, that would be, I want to say, next Wednesday. That's what it's looking like if I'm getting my days right. I feel like both teams are going to give it their all. Not their all as in, oh, let's be real competitive, but they're definitely going to turn it up a way bigger notch than what they did the first meetup. And then on top of that, since we beat them the way we did beat them, meaning the Wizards, I do expect them to really go twice as hard so they don't either A, lose like that again or b just even get the w but they're not you know the b option is not happening you know we're gonna win all our preseason games that i'm not doubting i'm not worried about that we're gonna go ahead and win it's nick's tape on this side and that's what we do i'm not diverting saying that we're gonna lose but it's gonna be a hell of a battle and i personally feel like we will see more play from the trio of kyle kuzma bradley bill and spencer dimwitty now, with the Kyle Kuzma thing, he's starting to pick up the pace and starting to get the hot hand. So I wonder how that's going to turn out with the fact that Evan Fournier has to guard him. Now, Evan Fournier, he's been doing good guarding people a lot, but I want to see how he really, you know, gets into his bag with a team that really might be on a hunch to try to beat us because of the fashion we beat them that last game. Um, another prediction for this game that's really getting to me is if Spencer Dinwiddie does play a little bit more minutes, how is that going to translate with the whole 
you know, Kimba Walker having to guard him and how is our team going to react to it? Are we going to play the same type of defensive schemes to help out that that type of uh, transition and that type of, uh, you know, mismatch? But I don't know. I'm not really too, too pressed on it, but that's something to always have a, you know, thought in your mind about. Bradley Bill, as we all know and all expect, he's supposed to get his how he gets it. But the way R.J. Barrett played defense on him in that, you know, second initial preseason game, first game against them during preseason, I feel like he'll be able to do it again. And on top of that, the way that he played in that Pistons game, R.J. Barrett should definitely bounce back. So we shouldn't see any stat line like how we've seen again. Of, well, not stat line. Well, field goal range of, a, you know, 3-11 and 11 tonight. I don't see that going down at all. With Randall being back and probably picking up off the, the preseason game that, he just had against the Pistons, he's probably going to go off again. Probably going to go super, super bonkers. Now, one thing that I'm questioning that may be a, a key highlight for tonight. After the Pistons game, it was stated by Tom that Mitchell Robinson may be able to play tonight. Then earlier today, him and Nerlens Noel were upgraded to questionable for tonight's game. So with today being the last preseason game, do we as fans finally get to see our real rotations going to work for the season? And with this being Mitchell Robinson's first game, if he does indeed intend to play, does Tom bring him off the bench? Or does Tom let him start this game, but just give him limited minutes so that way he can get some type of burn under his feet before we get the season started? I don't know how it's going to play out, but I do hope that both of these guys are available because the way that we already have been playing defense and showing what we can do. Mind you, our two, our two best defenders have not even played a game yet. I want to see how this is going to turn out. I want to see how these two block monsters are going to go crazy on these teams. And this is the perfect way to see it. Because, yes, the Wizards may have changed their roster up, but the Wizards was still a playoff team last year, regardless of them having to start with the play-in first. So no matter what, you still have to put respect on this team and what they did accomplish. So I want to see my big dogs at the center position, if possible, so we can really get the full adjustment of how things really should be when we have our full set roster. Last but not least, before I go ahead and wrap up this pod, because it's been a good one. We have to really think, because we did sign the new Luka, and we're not talking about Luka Veldoza or Luka Donich. We're talking about Luka Somatic. Uh, I believe that's how you say his last name again. That, you know, used to be on the Spurs. Now he's with us on the last two-way contract. Does he get burned because he actually play, you know, got signed today? Like, will we actually see him get burned? Is he actually with the team? We don't know how that is. And I would love to see how he meshes with this team, just in case, you know. It's always, it's always something to get a look at. But who knows? Other than that, 
that's my predictions for tonight. We're going to win. We're going to see a lot of guys go off. We're going to see a good high-intensity basketball game tonight to go out with a bang for preseason. Um, I feel like we're going to get another better look at Kimba, and he's going to give it a little bit more than what he's been previously giving it before. I feel like we're going to get a 75% Kimba tonight. I feel like before he really wasn't even going that hard. He was just getting it where he fit in. But now we're actually going to see him turn up and really, you know, get into his bag. So that would be hot. I feel like RJ is going to bounce back. Just to go over my predictions real quick again. RJ is going to bounce back. Randall's going to go off. Um, IQ, he's going to score this time. He's going to at least hit like 12 points. I feel like IQ gets like 12 points. I don't know, man. It's nothing, it's nothing really else I could do to drag this any longer. Like, I'm just ready for this last game at 7.30. I'm ready for us to get this dub. I'm ready for us to keep showing the world why you can hate on us all you want, but it's our time, and it's our time. You got to say it two times with it. As always, get prepared, because after the game, and yes, I will not be talking about tonight's game via next pod because it's it's season time so you gotta head over to the youtube channel when i do my recaps like i always do there will be a recap once this game is over so look out for that you'll find out who won how it went what i thought about the first half versus the second half overall you're gonna know what's up make sure y'all tune into the ig that's at k-n-i-c-k-n underscore three zero on the ig you feel me make sure y'all tune into that so you can get all the updates you need for anything that's going down Nick related because that's what we do on this side, man. Everything Nick's. Again, if you don't know the YouTube page, that's Nick and 30. That's K-N-I-C-K-N-3-0. No underscore for the YouTube. Always dropping new blogs. Doing the recaps now due to the fact that it's season time. Games are flowing. I'm actually going to start trying little little sneak preview for you i'm gonna start trying to do live reactions to certain things that i see certain plays so tune in for all that you know what i'm saying got nick and 30 merch out make sure y'all cop up and with that being said of course referring back to the ig it's the road to 750 right now man right now i'm at five 550 uh i believe 559 but we could do better we could do better as a whole let's keep growing let's keep doing it and on youtube 79 subscribers let's get that to 100 you know let's do what we gotta do let's share the channel let's share the feeds and let's keep this nick and 30 wave popping because we are the best i say we because without y'all there's no me y'all know how it go it's your guy dope the phenom aka trippy og whichever you prefer another pod episode for nick and 30 make sure y'all get in tune with the venture season network that runs it all because without venture season network powering the show we couldn't keep the lights on make sure y'all get in tune with all the other shows we have on the network via steelers for seven podcast hosted by kev easy venture season podcast hosted by sweezy peasy and Taz Sound. And on top of that, for those that didn't know and probably was wondering where it went, Battle Rap Blogging is back. Hosted by our new guy, Chris Mack. Make sure y'all stay in tune. All of the shows will be running, ripping, and go. I hope y'all ready, man. It's Venture Season Network. I'm dope. 
I'm Trippy OG. I'm whoever you want to call. This is Nick and 30. I'll see y'all next Friday. Make sure y'all get in tune for 7.30 tonight when we go against the Wizards. Last preseason game. It's turn up time and we about to go undefeated before the season starts. <sighs> I can't even say no more. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Crash market, wait on me to flop. Mike Jack on my thriller bot. Moonwalk, why you skip the rock? Hop, step, flame on any block. Crossfire, why spin your top? Slow mo, got a diddy bop. No capping, I'm hunting for real. I wanted, I get him my kill. A hundred to pray for the will. Cause Jesus not about to pill. All roads and hair. Red dot, no fear. One hit without a care. Reaper still death still. My nigga, we moving and loaded up, get back into it. Slide framed up with bag improvements. Cash route, see the wide grooving and running and running. Big step and moving, see them gold bricks, go pack and move it. 2.5, get you back into it. All profit, that's straight shooting. You know, Pluto, sumo, kudos. Oh, black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Pluto. You know, Pluto, sumo, kudos. Oh, black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Pluto. You know, Pluto, sumo. Kudos, oh black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo. You know, Pluto, sumo. Kudos, oh black, get pop, no Bruno. Animated shots, no Fudo.